Och. Och, hi. Hello. Is, is, is this thing on? <laughs> Welcome to Awkward Kids, the, the podcast. <sighs> yes! Welcome back, boys and girls, to Awkward Kids, the podcast, week seven. And before we start... I would like to say that this is supposed to be a weekly podcast, but my dumbass decided to start a hip-hop podcast in the slowest time of the year for hip-hop news. So it's been incredibly hard to, like, do this every week because I ain't got shit to talk about some weeks, and I don't want to be one of those podcasts that just sits here for a week, for for an hour or two hours, and just talks about shit y'all don't care about, because I know y'all care about a certain thing. I know y'all care about hearing hip-hop shit, so... Hope you all are doing well, um, and I'm excited. It's been a couple of weeks. Hope you guys are doing awesome out there. I've been good, chilling, working, writing, creating. Um, about to get really back into all that. Been taking it kind of easy lately, just just because it's the end of the year and the holidays, and um, I've been gearing up for 2019 and so what I want to do and what I want my art and my direction to be like. So. That's what I've been up to, trying to figure out 2019. But anyway, let's dive right into it. Let's not let's not waste any more time. What's going on with our favorite hip hop couples, man? Like, <laughs> I loved Cardi B and Offset. Like the songs they made together, they're cutesy, you know, posts and shit. I liked Cardi B and Offset, so I don't understand the the random breakup on like a what on the fucking Tuesday. Is that when that happened? I'm pretty sure that's when it happened. And it was just like, I go to bed early. I'm not a late night person. I'm not up till 2 a.m. Like, come 12 o'clock, I'm usually in my bed. Like, that's 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 how I like to, to roll. So, so I wake up, what was that, like Wednesday morning of this week? And just see, like, Cardi's bullshit video, Offset's bullshit comments, like... I don't believe any of this. First of all, don't act like this nigga just now cheating Cardi B was the reason why you quote-unquote left. This nigga's been cheating since you got with the motherfucker. Like, I'm so sick of these people who want to associate with rappers and entertainers and people who, you know, live this kind of a lifestyle because even though I'm not famous, I'm, you know, and I don't make a whole lot of money off this right now, I do consider myself because of my life and the way I carry myself, I, I do consider myself having have lived a, a rock star life or living a rock star life like you don't and people you know always want to live this life but they don't know what it comes along with like Cardi B knew when you was getting with a rapper that there's gonna be other girls around it this nigga's probably gonna cheat on you like this nigga go on a road 24 7 there's big booty and pussy everywhere like most of these niggas can't keep their dick in their pants if, if if they could win a billion dollars like they these these industry fools can't do it And it becomes funny to me how we expect these rappers to, like, all of a sudden change who they are because they got one chick. No, I've been a, if, if I've been a dog for 20 years, odds are one lady is not going to make me stop being a dog. It might help a little bit. I may be less of a fucking asshole, but I'm still going to be a dog, which is... I I won't describe just describe the the frustration that men like that give me. But I will just say, 
Cardi knew what the fuck she was getting into, so no sympathy from me because I don't care. I also do think it comes as just a little too perfect timing, like right before Offset's album comes out. So, so, so now like Offset and Cardi B are like big buzzworthy news. Now people are gonna rush to go listen to 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 his album to see like it it. If he's going to talk about Cardi, if he's going to mention Cardi, like, you see, there's a game to how this is played. And because we live in the era of where people want to overreact to everything, you, you can easily get people to to actually believe that these two broke up. However, I think it's just a clever trick to sell records. Don't be surprised if in a couple of weeks... We reconcile. We got back together. Yeah, it's 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 industry bullshit. When, when, when you start to make a little name for yourself in industry, or just start to learn about it in general, you realize how much bullshit this industry is. Like it's a lot of fucking bullshit. A lot of fake ass people. Like it's it 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 can be tiring. But let's hope for the best for Cardi B and Offset. Regardless of it, if it's real or for or for publicity or for promotion or for a project, these two do have a daughter together, and the child should always be the number one priority. So, hopefully, they get their shit together. And since we're starting with with the drama and people making headlines because of shit that they say and do, we might as well dive right into. Mr. Kevin Hart. Now, I don't know how I feel about Kevin Hart. Hold on, let me take a sip of coffee before I tell you all this. Ah, love a good cup of joe. Anyway, I'm not sure how I feel about Kevin Hart, right? He, he's one of the, the biggest black actors and most recognizable faces on the planet right, right, right now. But he always gives me that that kind of that feeling that he's being fake, right? Like he's really not giving us who he really is. And I, and, and I think that's why every now and again we have situations like this. And if you don't know what's going on, um, the the Oscars have been looking for a host for a while now. Like no one wants to host that shit, right? And it's in February, so you kind of need to figure out, like it's, we're in December, like the war show is in February and you have no host. So I guess they tapped Kevin Hart, which, you know, that's huge for a black, for, or for a comedian in general, let me not say a black comedian, but for a comedian in general to host that kind of a platform, especially being a black one, is a huge look. And right on time, I don't know if, if it's you fucking internet dickheads who are unhappy, I'm not sure if it's people in his camp who just didn't want him doing it or what. But right on time, you know, tweets from 10 years ago, a different time in this country and in society, you know, tweets from that era surfaced where Kevin was talking in ways that should not be talked about about the LGBTQ community. Not saying he was talking bad about them, but he was just using popular um, slang terms that rhyme with jag to, to, to describe people. And at first, you know, 
Kevin wasn't going to apologize because I've heard him talk about this so many times. I've heard him address this so many times. He, he gets sick and tired of, of talking about it. But then the public backlash, because it's fucking 2018, and everyone gets fucking upset about fucking everything. Due to public black, b- backlash, the, the uh, academy comes to him and says, hey, either you, you know, publicly apologize for, for, for this or we're going to find a new host. And it seems like Kevin just wasn't going to apologize because even in the video that he, he made, he, he never, like, really apologized. He apologized later um, in a tweet. But then shit hits the fan. And now he has stepped down from hosting the the Oscars. So in what a three day span, we've gone from Kevin Hart being introduced as as a host at, at the Oscars, Kevin Hart's old quote, quote unquote homophobe. Oh, excuse me, Jesus Christ, Kevin Hart's old quote unquote homophobic tweets coming out the woodwork, and, and then Kevin Hart has to step down because of all the fucking public buck- backlash. It's so dumb. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, people who dare to step out in, 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 into the public eye, people who dare to say how they feel regardless of what people think we always have, have I'm going to have to go through this like I, I I made a video and I've talked about this before but I'm just going to reference it I made an innocent YouTube video talking about a particular you know um, k-pop group that I was covering and we and it was a sensitive topic and I didn't make the the video to offend anybody I made it just to you know as I have with countless other topics and countless other stories that I've covered and you would think people you would think i'd denounce the whole race of people you would think i i I was out here being a horrible person no motherfucker i made a video like like lost a job at a magazine whole press releases about me like people talking crazy about me so i've i've experienced firsthand what kevin hart is going through right now how in 2018 these internet dickheads can literally cost you a lot just by their fucking overreaction. Period. People's overreaction to things in 2018 is fucking trash. And I'm so over this shit. Please bring me back when we have a time and an era in, in, in this country where I can say wherever the fuck I want to, how I want to, and you motherfuckers aren't going to get all in your feelings about it. It's so dumb that this has to keep happening. And and, and, and if we're just going to be honest, like, like yeah, let's just break it all the way down. Ten years ago in this country, I was what? 16? 17? I'm a teenager. So the, the language that Kevin Hart used, we all used it back then. We, we all talked like that. Nowadays, uh, amongst me and the homies, we don't talk like that anymore. You, you don't use that kind of language. It's not okay anymore. But at that time in society, everyone was calling each other that. At least in my circles. So I don't see what the issue is. Do I think the the term should be used? No. But if you really think Kevin Hart is anti-gay or shit like that, you've got another motherfucking thing coming. 
I don't have to meet people like like Kevin Hart to know that they're not anti-gay guys. People think every time someone says something that that isn't one hundred percent love and support of the LGBT LGBT community, that it's like slandered to uh, of them or slandered like to them, and it's and it's not that. Literally not that. So, shout out to 2018 being officially the most sensitive year ever. Because you literally cost Kevin Hart a, a chance at hosting the Oscars. But Kevin will be fine. He'll tour the world, make a few more, you know, millions of dollars. And always be richer and better than I am. Sad face. Sad face. This is the wildest episode of my podcast ever. Like, I don't know how, how I'm just jumping from these topics, but um, it's Friday. Friday means new music. New, 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 new music. A couple of new projects this week that, that I'm checking for. Gucci Mane, Evil Genius. I have not listened to it yet. At least not all the way through. Heard a couple songs. Sounds about right about the Gucci man that that I know and love. Um, if you know anything about Atlanta hip hop culture for the last fifteen years, you know there is no Atlanta hip hop culture in the last fifteen years without Gucci. And me growing up in the city, um, watching Gucci man, you know, I, I guess you could say glow up and and, um, and 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 watching his career take off and and transform. It's Pretty fucking cool. I will always be a Gucci fan. I will always be a Gucci supporter. I'm not like the biggest Gucci fan, but I will. But but I can always sit down and listen to like a whole Gucci project and at least be like three or four records on there that like I really really fuck with. So I'm excited to listen to this new project, Evil Genius. Um, Gucci pumps out tons of quality music all the time. I envy that kind of production. Also seems to be like one of the few artists who signed to a major. But doesn't seem to be like a slave to to that major label, so it means that you know man's got his business straight. Another admirable quality about the boy Gucci. But yes, new Gucci album, Evil Genius. Haven't heard it yet. Excited to. I have heard the new album by the late great Josiah Onfrey, aka. XX Tentacion, first off, rest in peace, Josiah. You definitely missed. Um, if you guys know anything about my creative process personally, you know that that Josiah was a huge part of that. Um, I probably couldn't have written half the songs that I've written in my life without playing an, an X song or written half the poem that I've written without an X song playing. So the new album... Um, it's, it's pretty dope. I, I've only listened to it like once or twice, but, um, my initial thoughts were a few things. One X was amazing at giving you projects that weren't longer than 20 minutes, 30 minutes long, but filled with such deep content. Like his brain was such an amazing place because his, 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 his wordplay, his story building, his story building, his storytelling his cadences, his flows, his diversity. There simply wasn't people like X around. This man could make a gangster rap song on track two 
and, 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 and then he the screamo emo rock star by track five, like extremely versatile. And this album is the same thing. Um, only one feature, Kanye West, which I'm, um, which X has never been like a big on on his like official projects. Now his mixtapes, obviously, he he put like a bunch of people, but on his official, official, official projects, he 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 usually didn't have too too many features, but um. To, to work with officially Kanye West and Lil Wayne post-death is pretty fucking dope. Um, I wish X was here to see this project. Probably would have been a little longer. But um, but I really enjoyed listening to it. I loved how... Um, I think my favorite track in there is it's, it's an interlude. It's called Difference. But once again, I've only listened to it a couple times to give you guys my initial first thoughts. Um, I just loved how it had... Uh, uh, amazing ability to to be played back. A lot of times when I hear music from from people, I I don't want to listen to it you know more than once, and I don't want to spend time and energy to kind of learn the story behind it. It was different with with X's album Skins. I could see myself going back and listening to it two or three times, and and more than that, and learning and. And, you know, getting into his mind and figuring out what his process was. So, thank you to X. Um, hopefully, all the legal things behind this project get panned out. If you don't know, um, during his time of life, Mr. Josiah was not very close to his half-sister. They, they had a lot of issues. I will not go into them. I know about them because, well... That's my job. But they had a lot of issues. And um, his half-sister is currently being sued by their mother for control of his label, Bad Vibes Forever. Um, which, as you know, is probably a multi-million dollar you know, family lawsuit. So it just sucks that even when we're here, you know, celebrating the life of X and, you know, long-lived job, all that stuff, that that we still have to sit here and deal with, like, family drama so i hope all that works out i hope that they can figure out some kind of resolution so so that jaws music always shines through excuse me above any of the bullshit and the fuckery and the things that people are going to gravitate towards because it's 2018 and we all love to watch the train wreck happen you know no one wants to watch the perfect island being formed You'd rather watch the avalanche. See what I'm saying? But I just hope that his family gets that settled so that we can continue to get job music, continue to to be inspired by by his work even as he has passed on. Um, definitely Miss Brother. Definitely a, a wonderful album. So thank you for that. Yo, it's so cold. I don't know what the fuck's going on. One day it's like 65, other day it's like 45. Fucking Atlanta weather, man. Shit's crazy. But moving right along. Hope you awkward kids are having a great fucking day, by the way. Today is Friday if you motherfuckers ain't got out the goddamn bed yet. You probably should do that, by by the way. Moving right along. Y'all know I can't go... A week without talking about my boy Stace Nine, Mr. Daniel Hernandez is still incarcerated. Now, 
we know that we know he pleaded not not guilty. We know Mr. Daniel Her 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 Hernandez will be awaiting trial. Um I believe until like September fourth of next year. Um but you know, um there he just caught a major break in and, and something like it just lets you know like this kid is so fucking crazy. So basically the um the the judge um who did his original plea deal in the child sex um abuse case um is is basically saying um that there was something wrong, I guess, um, with his first plea deal. Like, I think he, he, he took, like, four years probation for this child's sex case. But, um, the judge pretty much came out, um, um, and basically say, like, there was a major screw-up and that he shouldn't not, um, like, the, the plea deal struck basically should not have been, um, should not have been accepted. So I don't, I don't um, see what's what's going to happen with with that. Um, the plea was um, um, they they said that the plea was unlawful. So. Um, you know, it could be a moot point simply because he is going to be in jail for his obvious, obvious, you know, Fed case going on. But however, at least when he gets out or he doesn't or whenever he doesn't worry about like, because the thing about the Fed case was that I was more worried about what's going to happen to him after the Fed case is, is done because he was on probation for the, um, for, you know, for what happened um, with the child sex case. And so now that he don't have to worry about that, if he can somehow magically beat the feds like Irv Gotti style, um, I think it'd be alright, man. Like I said, somehow this this kid just doesn't take L's, man. Like six nine is such a fucking good guy at just not taking L's. Like yeah, he took a mini one, but overall. As long as he undo some crazy number, like 20 years, if he do like two or three, bro, he'll still have a career when he gets out. Like, as long as he ain't doing like lifetime numbers in that bitch, like, he, like he'll be fine. It'll be like, I promise you, promise you, promise you, he'll be fine. So, once again, hope for the best for Mr. Daniel Hernandez. Hope he gets his fucking shit straight. Because while I'm not a huge fan of his music, at times I be go- I be liking that shit. Because, you know, I try to tell myself that I like deep intellectual music. Things I can sit down and, you know, smoke to vibe to ride to. Things you can, things you can sit down and learn life to. But I also, at the same time, don't, al- don't always want to be deep and don't always want to be, you know, in, 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 in my feelings or woke, as you fucking dumb kids say. 
Sometimes I just want want, want to be down with, with the ignorance and down with the bullshit. And, you know, just have some fun. And I believe that's why I like 6 9 So hopefully he gets back to doing that. Speaking of Daniel Hernandez, as I like to say, Daniel. <laughs> I told y'all this was awkward, kids, man. We just got to roll with it. Speaking of Daniel, he was in a really huge race this week to um, to see if he's going to have number one album, which is crazy because he only had, like, what, two days of streaming? Because remember, like, he dropped the album on, on like, a random Tuesday or when, like, I think he dropped it on, like, Tuesday randomly because he got leaked. And I think, like, like the actual counting on, on happens, like, Thursday. So he only had, like, two days, and he still was in the running to have a number one album. And shockingly, the person who he's in the run for, in, like, in the running for it with was Travis Scott. And if you know anything about music, and more importantly, how music works on, like, charts like Billboard... It is unheard of and unnatural for an album that has been out as long now as as, as Astroworld has to 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 hit a peak like that uh, uh, again. Like it'd be different if if Astroworld had just came out like a week ago and then Travis went on tour and then like had you know this number one song and number one album in the country. Like yeah, that'd be dope. But this album this album's been out for for a minute, so to see it like all of a sudden rise again. What's weird? I was like, what's 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 going on? And you know, it's being reported. You know, it's it's a neck and neck race this week between Travis and Six Nine, and who's gonna have the number one album in the country? And um, song was never really like I I I guess an issue. Even though I would like to know what streaming farm his label has, because for you to beat out Ariana Grande in that damn Thank You Next song, which oh my god, I don't hate that Thank You Next song, but it's really fucking annoying. Just gonna say that. I love the message, but the song's annoying as shit. Um, so to beat out that, I was like, how the fuck is Travis like doing this with a project that came out, you, you know, a couple months ago at, at least? And even Nielsen, who are the people who, you know, do all that important shit, um, even they were like, we wanna know this too. And here's the thing, guys. Here's my biggest frustration with the music industry. People like Travis Scott will always be allowed to manipulate numbers and do better than than everyone because he's allowed to package like tour merchandise and ticket sales with album sales. So if y'all know how this works, let's say I'm Travis Scott and you want to come to my show. I say, cool. Thank you for buying a $150 ticket. Here's a free coupon code to download the the album for free as a thank you for you know buying this concert ticket coming to my show supporting it da 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 well well the people who count these things they say that's an album sale so and so that's why Travis can have like a number one album two months later after it came out because you just went on tour and you're packaging ticket sales with album sales now all of a sudden you're manipulating the the numbers but if you take those those figures away from someone like Travis Scott you see he 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 actually doesn't sell all that like great 
Like, if you have to do all of that just to get a number one album, it lets me know, like, you don't have a number one album by yourself. And that's no slight to Travis Scott because I love Travis Scott. I listen to Travis Scott. I'm a huge Travis Scott fan. Astroworld, um, which everyone knows in Houston, which, if you don't know, Astroworld was actually the name of, I, 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 I believe it was Six Flags Over Texas in Houston. I've been Astroworld like a couple of times in my life, like way back when I was a kid. So, um, cause Travis Scott actually grew up, um, like not too far away from where my grandmother used to live and, um, and Sugarland, Texas, which is like, uh, which is like a suburb of Houston. So I know Travis Scott music. Like I'm a fan of Travis Scott, but that doesn't mean that, 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 that I haven't done the, the math and figured out that if this motherfucker didn't manipulate numbers like like he does he probably wouldn't sell like he does so and that's why people like nikki went the fuck off on them because it's not fair for people who you know actually have quality and talent to have number one on their own when people like travis have to come along and excuse me people like travis scott come along and manipulate numbers and do what they have to to do to make sure they get number one. Like, I don't ever want a number one based off of manipulation of charts. I want a number one album in this country because I genuinely have a number one album. But that's just me. That's just how I feel. I am Operator 16, poet, blogger, songwriter extraordinaire. This is Awkward Kids, the podcast. Now, if you would like to be featured on the podcast, please go to hiphop16media at gmail.com. Shoot me an email. Once again, that's hiphop16media, all one word, at gmail.com. If you'd like to be our artist of the week, looking for people to, to you know, help you get out there, help me help you. All right? This has been Awkward Kids Week 7, guys. Please take care of, please take care of yourself. As we say on here on this wonderful podcast of mine, mental health is wealth. Take care of yourself, guys. Um, hopefully, I will be back next Friday if there is enough content. It's been really, really hard to, to put out this podcast all every week late, late, lately because there simply just is not enough going on. And since I don't have a co-host, it's, I, I, I don't have the, 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 the ability yet to kind of like go back and forth with people. But we'll figure all that out along the way. I'm Operator 16. Love you guys. Have a great day.